Hey, Luca. <laughs> hey. Oh, God. <laughs> you like my introduction? Ay, 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 ay. Oh, God. Oh, God. First off, family. You know, I feel like I'm coming like I'm in a like, common view or something like that, you know, waving at the crowd or anything. Oh, God. <laughs> but I'm talking to you. Hey, Luca. <laughs> Every time I say that, I get so excited. Yeah. I love you, Boca. <laughs> what are you doing today? <laughs> not taking me out. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I ain't heard nothing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. <laughs> See, how you know, I'm over here patiently waiting. You know, I just believe it. You know, you got to be patient when, you, you know, when it's so much bigger than you. It's so much bigger than us. Yeah. It's regarding everybody around us. I just thank God for his goodness. Thank God so much. Let me get some. I'm preparing something for when my son come home, but you know, I'm gonna turn this air off and it's pumping up in here. Jeez, that's just cold in here. I'm ready for it to be cold and hot. I'm trying to, I ain't got time for no heat riots. You know what I'm saying? Hot up in that peak. Jeez, a hot burger. Oh God. I'm talking to you. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh God. <laughs> Day, what are you doing today? Are you working? What are you doing while you're working? You know, you cook graphics this morning, or you already had something prepared. You know, are you out in the foul? You know, it matters to me. How are you on your end? Huh? I ask you because your heart talks to me. Yeah. I thank God for what you're doing on your end. Yeah, I miss you. I say that all the time because I do. I really do. I looked at your uh, the video of service, you last minister again. Yeah, I always it helps me. It really does. I thank God for just telling me to get up there and, and watch. Yeah, like this morning with my story, I made a mistake with, because um, I was just like reading, I always get a morning word from God, and God is, you know, he could be wordy sometimes, and God knows I am not a wordy person. So a lot of things God say to me, he'd have me to look it up. Yeah, that's how I know it's him because I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> you understand? But I'm, I'm a great speller, though. I'm not wordy at all. No, I'm, I'm more of a, I've been in so many spelling bees. I'm a speller. But um, uh, it was the word, it was um, magnanity. And it wasn't for me to say magnanity. It was for me to say magnanitous, you know, magnanious and not magnanity, magnanity. That's what I meant to say. God gave me that word today. He was giving me words to describe, you know, me in the form of the word amazing. And he was saying magnanity. And I put that just like that. But when you're referring to someone, you know, you got to say you're magnanious. Yeah. So I changed my story. And I was looking this morning. I was like, hold up. He ain't look yet. Oh, I know he up. Oh, he, oh yeah, he up. He up. It's like, what? Oh, he up. <laughs> yeah. I'll be doing that sometime. I'm gonna see if he I'm gonna see if he look at it. Oh, there you go. Okay, I ain't playing with him. I ain't playing. He better be looking at my stuff. I ain't playing with him. <laughs> you know, I, I I enjoy whatever God, whoever God used to be, you know, blessed by how he used me. But when I see you, I'll be like, oh let me see. Okay, you know what I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
I do. One time he had me to wait till like 12 in the morning. I was like, how dare him? How dare you, God? I was in my feelings. And then I tried to play it off. I said, he filled with many wonders. (laughs) Just like his father. Filled with many wonders. (laughs) Yeah, I was like that with you. Yeah, because I was like, I go to bed like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. You know, the ladies, it'd be like 10, 11. You understand? You probably sometimes be like 2, 3. That's when your fun started at night, just your relaxation time. Because you're probably working during the day. I don't know your schedule. You know, I don't you know, really have one anymore right now, per se. God is telling me right now, you relax as much as you can, Quinesia, because this next move you're about to make, you're going to have some time to relax, but you're going to be on the go a lot. You know, and you know, just, you know, he knows what he's doing. So he just had me to relax. I've never been in this place to just relax like this. You know, it was strange to me at first. I thought something was wrong that I was relaxing. You understand? Like, God, you sure about this? Y'all say, am I sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thank God for everything. It's just so many great things in the neighborhood. God will use you just to bless everywhere you go. I just went down the street near the gas station I was at one time. It's like. So many blessings since that. It's this lady who is out there now who's just giving out food that's been planted in the front in the backyard. You know, the produces and, you know, the, the great vegetables fresh, you know, and just passing it out, you know, by boxes. And I was just like, that's amazing, you know. And I was just like, you know, God bless you. Can I get a picture of you, you know, because... I believe in giving honor when it's due. I don't have to post up everything, but I do capture everything. Yeah, that's the same for when I'm with you and with my son. I have so many capturing moments, but even with you, I'm not going to post up every moment, but I would capture every moment just for me to have, you know. I'm a private person, but, you know, I'm still a person to give honor when it's due and to, you know, testify the goodness of the Lord. I'm not a secretive person. Now, we can't confuse secret and private, but um, I just thank God during this time, sweetheart, that he's given us two two types of, well, he's not giving us, I'm just going to say it like this. There are two types of sounds that, you know, we can set off in the atmosphere you know, we could set off a sound of complaining or we could set off a sound of victory. We could set words of, there There are words that you can murmur and complain, you know, in the flesh. There are words that you can, ways you can groan and moan and make a sound of an utterance in the flesh. And there are also ways you can groan and moan and make a sound of an utterance and raw in the spirit. You understand one for the flesh and one for the spirit. But I thank God for what of the spirit is everlasting and what's of the spirit, it overrules. And what of the spirit, it has the authority and dominion to supersede anything else. So I really wanted to, you know, just throw these words in the atmosphere, you know, respectfully about it, that there are two types of sounds. We can't confuse a spiritual groan with a natural groan because the spirit man knows what it ought to say, what it ought to sound like. It's the flesh only goes off of what it actually see and it responds to what it see and physically hear and not even being able to understand. But um, I just thank God for that. But as far as in you, sweetheart, hey, Buka, I love you. Yeah. It's so amazing how God give us the ability to make a decision even those in the kingdom, you know, we can make a decision for those who are in the kingdom, you know, now they can make a decision to say, I want to do what I want to do, but they decide every day to bless the Lord 
And I am so honored for the angelic host that's continuing to bless God, to, the seraphims, the cherubims. Can I explain something to you, please? Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> it's so amazing how God created us to have free will like that. And Satan didn't get upset about any other of God's creations while they were in the kingdom. Because let me tell you why Holy Spirit said to me today, because they were already here before God created him. See, in the hierarchy, you know, there are ranks and the seraphims are the highest. I mean, the cherubims are the highest. Seraphims, excuse me, then the cherubims, then the angels of thrones, principalities. And, you know, so, so it's, you know, about nine, you know, ranks up. And the archangels are then the angels. So they were already created before God created the archangels. The angels of thrones, principal, they were already here. Christ already is. You understand? So when God created Satan, he woke up to seeing what was already is. He already saw the serpent, saw the angels of thrones. So he's not going to want to be higher than what he already saw due to God creating. And he didn't want to be like an angel because that was the only thing left under them in the, in the hierarchy were the angels because it's after the archangels, there are the angels. And he and the archangels are more, you know, have more power and, you know, more virtue than the regular angels. But all of them still powerful. But the more you rank up, the more powerful you become because the more closer you are in the presence of God. The seraphims are in his face declaring holy, holy, holy on his throne all day. The cherubims more so they have some still, you know, guarding Eden, you know, the entrance of it. And the rest of them still are, you know, surrounding the throne room of God. They are the protectors. And the servants are more of the worshipers, the praisers. And everybody give breath. I mean, everybody that has breath, praise the Lord. And God breathed breath into every of his creations that move. You understand? And, um, and God was just telling me today that Satan, you know, he wasn't upset about what was already here. But the thing about it is, he got upset with God when God wanted to create something more powerful than him after he was created, which is us. You understand? He didn't want to be, he didn't want to be over the angels because he already was as an archangel. And earth, all the other angels were already here before he was created. Because in that rank, it's the archangels that the angels or every other angel in the form of their, their creation is higher than him, but they were already here before him. So if somebody already been here before you, you know, you're not going to complain because you know they were here before. So they know more. They, you know, they do more because you just became as an archangel. I'm talking about the times of God created Satan. And Satan just was enjoying. These things I'm saying is not in the word, but God give you a reality due to, you know, releasing mysteries to his word. And I grabbed hold of it because he said, if it's yours to keep, it's yours to keep once you find. And Satan got upset when God had that conversation with Christ, but God already knew that he would get upset. And it's so amazing that Satan, you know, worship God and God said, Quenisha, if I show you what Satan as Lucifer looked like compared to how he looked now, you wouldn't even, you, you wouldn't even be the same anymore. 
to see the beauty of the holiness of me as creating him to be the way I created, to craft him the way I did, to put the gems and the jewels and the shine. That's why I made him the brightest and called him the bright one. He was the shiniest one. He was shining with so much of my glory. I made sure I put so much glory upon him because it's going to destroy him to take it all from him. Because he allowed that to define him, to boast and want to be who God is. He wanted to be worshipped instead of enjoying worshipping. Because he was a worship leader. So he wanted to be higher than what he was created to be. And God said the songs that Satan used to sing as Lucifer, singing songs that he know God, you know, everything have breath and God is who he said he is and glory and holy. And he was leading the worship in the kingdom of God, even on the throne of God. You understand? He was worshiping as a worship leader. He bowed before the king, they seated at the right hand of God. And he got upset because God said that one thing. Out of everything God said, he got mad when he said, looked at Christ. Now is the time. And he looking like time for what? For us to make man out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The seraphim's not in your image. The chirpers not in your image. The angels of thrones and principalities not in your image. The angels of virtues not in your image. The archangels or the angels, we're not in your image. So how come you making people in your image that's not even here? How can you make somebody higher than me in the form of you? No, I don't like that plan. He didn't like it. He didn't like, couldn't stand it. So he... Wasn't convinced through no one else's words because he was the one who was talking to himself, telling himself that I got to be higher than God. I want to be God. I want to be worshipped. So what can I do to stop his plan? I got to talk to these angels. I got to talk to these angels of thrones and principalities. I got to get some influence because I want them to come alongside with me so I can rule, I can reign in his kingdom. Now, how does that sound? And he got a lot of angels to agree. But you notice that he only got the angels to agree. They were under him because the ones over him knew better. Even though the angels know better, but he still influenced them. They were under him. He had more authority, more power as an archangel over them. The higher you rank up, the more powerful you are. He didn't, he didn't influence any other archangels. He was the only one who... <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't get no influence over the cherubims, the seraphims, the, the angels of virtues, principalities, the thrones. It was just the angels that were under him. That's the first rank, the angels. And he had many, many angels to follow after him because he said the same thing to them that he said to Eve. And he probably went to the women angels first. I would give you this and that if I be your God. And they agreed. But there were many others who knew better than to even listen to that. And just visualize that war that took place in the kingdom. And it wasn't like no rumble, no fight. It's the fact that you trying to approach me about being me and I created you. And then you have my angels who I create to come alongside with you. And imagine what that, that betrayal looked like in the face of God as a creator. In my kingdom? In my kingdom? 
And they looking at God like, yeah, we were Satan. Whoa. The war was, you prevail not. It wasn't no rumbling, no fighting, none of that. Michael was present. Because Michael knew how, as, uh, how he created. As the one, he's more of the, I'm not going to say physical, but he's more of the one with a lot of might because of his position being an archangel, the chief in the army of God. So you, you know, responsible for releasing, you know, victory due to warfare. Satan, you worship, you praise. So you're more vulnerable. You're created to, to shine. And you were shining so well. And God, that was God saying that I know that you're going to be the one to deceive me. That's why I made you the brightest because you're going to be the one who become, you know, responsible for darkness. And Satan can't stand to see the light shine up on us. And he disguised himself as a roaring lion, like a roaring lion, to see who he can devour. And it's so amazing how he went to Eve and waited for Adam to walk away. Because Satan knew that he wouldn't have had no chance if he approached Adam first. Because God has given Adam dominion over every living thing. A serpent is a living thing. And he appeared to be in a, as a serpent. God didn't give us dominion over everyone, but everything. Because we all have been given dominion. How's that look? Me trying to, you know, dominate a person with dominion. No. He gives us dominion over every living thing. We got to hear the keywords in the word, everything. So if he came up with that, I mean, if he'd been approached, excuse me, by that serpent, he would have known you don't talk, let alone trying to convince me what God never said. So he talked to Eve and let her do the talking to Adam. I don't think God wasn't aware of the conversation. That's why right after they eaten that apple, God came immediately. Adam, where are you? He knew what he did. He knew what he had done. He knew he was going to do that when he breathed his life into him, but it's all for the glory of God. And Satan said to me, I don't care what happens to you when you depart your body. Let go for all humanity because I'm aware that Christ took the keys from me. You guys have salvation. I don't. So out of your body, you have eternal life. I don't. My plan is to seek what area in your life that I can creep in. See, I've got to have you to will your freedom over to me so I can rob you from it. So I can destroy you while you're here. My plan is to destroy you while you're here. Because you have spirit, soul, and body. I can only approach you in the flesh. Because the flesh don't know what it wants. It only goes after what it physically see, hear, and understand. The spirit man already know what time it is. But meaning if you allow your flesh to overrule. And that's when I can come in. And Satan said, I already know where you guys end up. Where you depart your body. But my plan 
is to destroy you while you're here because I don't want to watch you prosper in front of me. I don't want to see you accelerate in front of me. I don't want to see you continue to shine in front of me, expand in front of me from a place that I could never go back to. So I hate you that much to stop you from coming up higher. I'm stopping you from getting to know who you really are, but I can't force it because we all created to have free will due to a decision, due to having the ability to make. I can only try to position you to give your free will over to me, which is your freedom. I can only have you bound by taking your freedom. If you give me your freedom, then you are bound. So I have to keep you bound to keep you away from freedom. And that's how you make your bed in hell. But while you make your bed in hell, he's still there. But he cannot force you to come up out of that place. You have to want to. So my job is to keep you from wanting his plan, wanting his will, wanting to exceed, wanting to say the right things, wanting to feel the right ways. And I know exactly how you should feel, what you should say, how you should praise, because I was there. I did what you are doing. And I refuse to praise when I can't even go back. I know I'm doomed. I know my time running out. And the more it's running out, the more I'm going to try to do whatever I can to keep you from prospering while you're here. I don't care what happens when you go home. I can't go there. I can't even see what's happening there. After I've been kicked out, I have no more dealings with heaven because he has no more dealings with me. I've been stripped. I want you all not to be able to release what he has for you while you're here. Because I'm still here until it's time for me to go into eternal fire. And while I'm walking the earth, I'm going to make sure that it's more jacked up as possible. And many of you start to know more of who you are. And I, there's nothing I can do about it because you've been given the ability to make a decision. My plan is to keep you from making the right decisions. And the reason why he made this confession to me, sweetheart, because he know I already see it. See, he want people to think that he's so big and bad and so scary. People afraid of terror and all these things and demons and they cast them out. And I see how Satan look. I remember how the last encounter, he walked down them steps like that. And he sat there on that dining room table like that with that dingy white garment on. Everything about his spirit was black. He had a black spirit. And I couldn't believe what I saw. Even the eyes were black. You know how you could just see somebody real dark and just see white eyes? It wasn't even a white in the eyes. I couldn't believe what I see. And he just sat there and looked at me knowing that I know who I am. And I said, God, why he just looked so pitiful to me? And he said, because he knows that you don't hate him. He know that you wish he didn't make that mistake because he know what it's like to love. He know what it's like to worship and praise. He know what it's like to live a life that you live in now, but he's filled with hate because he's been stripped from every good thing. So he's watching you, reminding him what he had that he can never get anymore. And he's still going to keep trying to see what are in your life. He can devour, but you put him to shame every day, Quenisha, because you don't hate he want you to hate. He want you to be fearful. He want you to be upset. But you love. You don't even hate him. And that just, you know, put him to so much shame. 
all this I done and just I'm confronted still with love? All these things I've done to this woman and she still wish that I never made the mistake I made so I could still be at home? She still wish I don't, you know, hell was not my portion even though it is? She wish I never made that mistake? Is somebody out here who really wish I didn't? Because all I hear every day is how much I'm hated, how much they can't stand me, how much they glad I'm in the eternal fire. But there's someone who actually, you know, who care about what I did? And there are times when Satan come to me with so much evil trying to destroy me, even in my sleep, in the dreams that God showed me, but he can't touch me. But there are times when he exposed himself. The higher I go in God, the deeper I go in God, the more Satan just exposed his shame to me. He walk around with his head low, but somebody else, he walk around feel like he's so puffed up. Because I see him for what he is, and he know my giftings. He can see my giftings. He can see my anointing. He can see my light. Because he used to shine. He was called the bright one. Them gems that God put on him, them rubies, them diamonds, he was shining. He was bling bling in the kingdom. Now before I get off of here, just visualize what that looked like. All that been stripped from you. You kicked out, now you're here in the earth. And I'm, I'm going to go all the way down to when Christ to be led to be tempted three times by Satan, but being led by Holy Spirit. But in front of Holy Spirit, Satan was leading and think he was leading to do something like he was doing something. But you got to look at how they both looked. You got to really look at this picture here. Here is him seeing Christ here in the flesh because of Satan's doing. Because of you causing one man to fall short. Now I'm sitting my man in the earth in the flesh. The man who used to worship and praise at my right hand in spirit and in truth. Now you see him in the form of flesh here. And Satan knows because of him that Christ is here in the flesh. So you looking at Christ in such a way. And then Christ looking back at you in such a way. Because you used to worship God. You used to shine bright. You used to fellowship. You used to sup with us. You were a part. You was a part of us. And now you are kicked out. And now your place is eternal hell. Hell is created because of you. And that's all Christ see when he was seeing him walking behind him. Seeing how he, you know. Went from that transition from heaven to earth and, you know, his portion is hell. People think the pit is just one place. No, it's many locations in the pit. I've been to a lot of them. And they're very dark and they very, it looks just like a haunted house. To describe it, it's like a haunted house. <laughs> very dark. It's, the one I last seen them in, it's just... White is it's like he wants to he wants to be bright so bad. He wants to wear white. He can't even wear white. It, it, it's gonna show up dingy. And the house he's in is white, but it's dingy, so it's not even white. It was you know it could have been, but it's not because it's him in it, sort of thing. And it's, he turned all the lights out. Because they, matter of fact, it wasn't no lights in. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But it looked like all the lights been turned off, but he don't have any lights, so it's just dark. He's sitting in the dark. He's sitting in the dark. Just sitting there. You know what that looked like? We would never know what that feel like. Because we know what it feel like to be saved. We know what it feel like to be... Excuse me. We know what it like... I don't know what I'm supposed to do at 1 o'clock. 
I don't know. We'll, we know what it's like. Oh, exercise. Okay, God. We know what it's like to be saved. We know what it's like to be forgiven. We know what it's like to get another chance. We know what it's like to be bought back. He can never be bought back. He can never take back. He can never go back. His, deci his decision is permanent. And God grant us the favor due to his mercy being new over us every day. He has to watch that we get to go back and he can't. And just visionize Christ looking at him in such a way, following him. And he's trying to sit here and convince Christ in so many ways. Here you are trying to persuade Christ to follow after you. Command these stones to be made bread. Well, if God, so much as he said he is, and protecting you, will throw yourself over and see if he dispatched some angels to come and rescue you. Or better yet, how about this? Look around. Look at the earth. Look at all the things in the earth I can give you if you serve me. And Christ in so many ways say, only God will I serve. Get thee behind me, Satan. You are offense to me. So pretty much Satan is saying to us every day, look at all the things in the earth that will perish away. Now look at the things that you say you want to follow after your God, the eternal things. So which one do you want? The things that will now perish or the things that will perish? The things that's pleasing to your flesh or the things that are pleasing to your spirit? The things that are temporary or the things that are eternal? What he have positioned before us don't even make sense. But many of us every day choose him. We choose the flesh. And there are many people right now, sweetheart, you're going to hear cry out those who God has started with those who have a high level of influence here. And they are cracking, can't take it anymore. This world, this way of living is terrible, it's jacked up. I don't want it no more. There's a celebrity that keeps in contact with me because God had me to message this woman, this actress. She's about to kill herself with pills and drinks. And God said, go to this website. And I saw it on the website. I said, oh, what should we do, God? Go message her. Quick, quick, quick. Okay. You think I'm going to say, God, she's not going to get this, God? She don't know me. No. Go message her. Tell her, wait. And I typed it, wait. Don't you do this. God brought you this fight. Think you're going to give up on you now? You're going to get over this. It always get better from here. And God said, now send it. I sent it. Within an hour, I get a message back from this beautiful actress that you guys see every day, just about watch the movies every day. If not every day, you know, you had before. And she said, thank you so much. I know this got to be God because you don't know me. i never seen your name. i never even heard of you. And I was about to do it. I got the pills in my hand. My son gone with his family. I'm in a suite in a hotel because I'm in town to do a new movie. I got my bottle, my liquor right here. And I got my pills over here. I, was, I wanted a painless death. So I was going to drink this bottle and take these pills and just go to sleep and don't wake up. Because I was supposed to get married in three days by this man who I gave my all to. And he turned the wedding down by denouncing the wedding 
to go with another woman and how embarrassing and humiliated that is to me. So I got to tell everybody who's coming to this wedding that it's not going to be one because you want to be with somebody else. I don't even want to be here. That's so embarrassing. And I said, you're going to get better and you're going to get past this. You're worth more than that. And you're worth being here. And I'm going to tell you what this woman said to me. What do you want of me? What do you want? You want to go to the awards with me? You want to go to the Grammy Awards and sit next to me? Well, you want you want a moment of fame? I mean, what do you want? You want, you want to go viral? You want me to get your foot in the door to become famous? I said, no. I don't want any of that. And that really got her heart going, whoa. Whoa. She turned it down. I was only sent by God to give a message. And every time God, every now and then he'd just say, hey, checking up on you. And she would message back no matter what she's doing. Quick. Hey, how you doing? Beautiful Queen Isha. Oh, God. She's so funny. You understand? And there's sometimes you're not going to, God not going to have you to say what he usually to do to somebody. Because they may be embarrassed about what they was want, wanting to do. Nobody knew she was going to do that. But I know she thanked God every day that she didn't. And she know that God loved her. That he stopped it. Many other people too. But she's the only one who keeps in touch, you know, so to speak, off and on with me. And there are some who just didn't say nothing back. It's been some that said to me, I got to invest in them in order for a word to get to them. That won't happen. I'm not paying to give you something that was given to me for free. I'm not doing that. And they, they missed their breakthrough because they wanted to get paid first. So I just want to get on here and just say, I thank God for how he used us. You know, I thank God so much, so much. People are crying out. I don't want this life. I don't want to live like this. I'm tired of it. People are pretty much saying, God, what do you want me to do? It got to be your way. And I come against the spirit of stubbornness. Some of us are still a little stubborn. God, what do you want to do in this area? But can I do what I want in that area? And when it comes to marriage, period, there are many people God is saying women are where the men should be standing and the men are standing where the women should be standing. And God is turning it back into position. Because many of us women, sweetheart, we don't know what it's like to have a great man. To do things for us, unto us. And, we, and some of us take advantage of it. But if you're not living a humble lifestyle... You're going to live a lifestyle of arrogance and pride and taking advantage of innocent people. And many women feel like, oh, submission is the world where submission. No man going to tell me what to do. No man going to tell me how to dress or where to go and who to see. But he has to take control over the ministry because you are in ministry. It's no longer your life of your own. You are a place where God lives. You are the place where God lives. So it has to be that way. 
So this is what God is doing. For those who are in the wrong marriage, God is hearkening their heart to go to him regarding it. Because there are so many people who, who just want people who just don't want it, just don't want what you want and have no intentions of ever having it. This is just how you live, this is how I live. But we cannot walk around here being uneasily yoked. It's not pleasing. We can't put on no game face all the time because it, it builds up and that stuff keeps getting building and we keep brushing it off. But it's gonna keep coming back harder as we try to then we try to find ways to cope with it. We can't, it's not much shopping in the world. It's not that much going to get your pedicure, manicures in the world. Or for the guys hanging with the guys in the world. Not enough drinking wine in the world or whatever. Because once you sober up and once that's gone, then you're back to your reality. That you chose as a reality. And so many men allow the women to tell them what to do. And when to do it. Because they don't want to cause no chaos. They don't want to be mad. They don't want to hear her nagging in her mouth. And, and God is getting all that in order. And he does things in order. Because the men have to take control. And the women have to submit. A man get frustrated when a woman is not his help. Because a woman is created to help. And a woman get frustrated with a man if he don't take control. Because he's created to take control. And that's why if a man allow a woman to take control, she's going to treat him like a puppet. Because she's not created to have that level of, you know. Control over him. A lot of the things go on with what she say. Well, see what she say. Well, that's, no, it's, we come together about it. And this is what we came up with because it's going to be what God says. We're going to seek God regarding it. And I don't want you, sweetheart, to ever, 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 ever think I'm going to be a woman that's going to try to take control or be in control or it's going to be my way. I would never be that woman because that's not me as a creation. As a new creator, I mean, a new cre you know, creation. I said it right. A new creature. Thank you, Father. I meant to say creature. But I really like to say creation. Because it, it, it humanized more of the word. Cre creature seems more to me like, you know, a mammal, animal sort of thing. Even though it's not, but just creature. When you hear that word, you know. So I just thank God in all that I do. And I just got on here just to say, hey, Buka, I love you. You don't ever have to think like that with me. You don't ever have to pull back just to feel like you on your toes or standing strong. So I won't think that. Because I'm going to tell you something. Those who know about what's going on with you and me, they know that you are so in love with me. You are so in love. Like, this man, love her. It's clearly seen. It's clearly seen. And I love what I see. I love that you love me that much because only you can give that to me. And I love you the same. You know, sometimes you will hear it from me. I get a little bold with it, you know, in my story. And because I can. If God had me to do it, I will. Yes, it's my personality. I love you. Mm -hmm. But I'm still, you know, preparing so I don't be out there just saying anything. No. 
I'm not that woman. No. I don't ever have to prove a point. No. Because God has already approved me and all that he has for me. My prayer is that we all receive all that he has for us. I wanted to do something with the women because I'm going to tell you something. I've been around the women who came to me. It's like, you just so real, girl. You just keep it so real. You know, you're so holy. You're so honest. Your honesty. And I love your personality because we've been in this traditional way all the time. And I say, you just got to be honest with yourself. You know you want to get married. You know you want that man, that man of God who he have for you. You know you do. See, the thing is, you got to be honest with yourself. Stop faking. Stop saying, I'm just sitting around. I'll be fine if I do, if I don't. You in behind closed doors, you pulling your hair out. You know you want that man. I'm not saying go out there to try to find him. But you know you, you know, you have a desire. And be glad about God don't want us to be ashamed of our desires. And many of us feel like that if we mention it to God that we've been impatient. No. You go to the person, he ready, you come to him. He's the one responsible for putting desire in your heart. It's his. So why go anywhere else with that? Or why even deny it? How can you deny a part of you? So these women was like, yeah. And I said to some of these women, you know, I just want to just go in front of all these women right now, all the single women right now, and just say, for those who want to get married, that is, seriously, be honest with yourself at first. As matter of fact, instead, just say, God, your will be done. Don't ask God for this, for that. Oh, he got to have this. He got to have, because I don't hurt at all. I mean, in the matter of this year. He gotta have muscles. He gotta have a. He gotta have a car. He gotta. He definitely gotta have a house. And he got. You know. He gotta have this amount of money. He gotta have step his game up with me. Yeah. But what are you saying? You know, spiritually about it. What's the ministry? Because you're just saying things that were. You know, that are materialistic. How is your home gonna stand? If he is a leader in your home, if he only bringing that to the table, where's the faith? Where's the giving of thanks? Where's the praise? Where's even the joy, the laughter? That's not satisfaction. And many, many just pretty much were saying they want a puppet. He got to kiss my feet. And he, I mean, the stories that you hear, I was like, oh my God. You know, and he's from people that you know too. <laughs> I was like, y'all got to be, y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. And that's why I say, that's, you know what I said? I said, that's why y'all single now. And they was like, why, why you say that? No, for real, that's why y'all single now. Because look what you're saying. Look at your request being made known. You're pretty much saying, God, I want a man who's going to kiss my feet. What? No, I want a man who's going to lay at the feet of Christ with me. How about you just say, God, I want whoever you have for me. You understand? I don't heard it all. He got to have hair. He got to be bald. And he got to have a goatee. He got to have a big beard. And I'm like, oh, my God. He got to have swag. I'm like, oh, my God. What swag? What is swag? Now, I get it. I'm hip. But for real, I want you to give a, a, a heaven's perspective of swag. A man that acts like he's from the streets but live a life unto God. That don't even make sense. That's called, a, you want somebody who's double-minded? Oh, God. Oh, God. 
And if you make requests made known for a woman, I want a virtuous woman in public, but a freak in the bed. You don't want the virtu- you don't want the virtuosity in the bed either. <laughs> and what does that even mean? So if you make that request made known, even to your friends, and you get married to someone, that's what they're going to look at your woman as being a woman of virtue in public, but a freak in the bed. Who business is that which y'all do in your bedroom? See, these things that we say to God, we would say things like, I'm getting married this year. And we, wind up, we say that last year, year before last. That's why you're not married yet, because if you can't determine that. Neither can I. And that's the most, period, I'm putting these words out there. These are some of the things that we need to be really talking about. We don't have any, any more single functions that much because a lot of people, you know, don't want to come because they're thinking that they're going to be approached. And they people do approach. And it's always that bold one that's, you know, not who God had for you. No harsh feelings, but, you know, you, Jesus. <laughs> I went to one of those single conferences before. And I was like, God, I need to stop lying. Stop lying. Stop lying. <laughs> we even went to a camping ground. We was way out clean. And it's a camping site. We all, it was so fun. You know, we had the s'mores. Everybody bought a dish. I just bought money for a dish because I didn't want to create nothing with me. So you can even put money into it or make, or, you know, have people to make it. And it was so much fun. It was about like 35 of us, if not more. We had fun. No one was trying to, you know, sit next to nobody and date nobody. But, you know, it was fun, but it just got to the point people started getting desperate. They started looking at who's more suitable for me. So I had to cast that down in the body this year. People looking to see who's more suitable. I don't care. I mean, you got seven things on out of ten. I mean, I could, think, I could do seven out of ten. It's better than doing, you know, five out of ten. I'll take you. I just got to have somebody. You know? And God had me to, you know, address those things in his presence in prayer. If we just be like, God, whoever you have for me, and talk to him from that place. Talk to him regarding his promise for you. God, reveal to me who you promised me. What about this person? How are we going to do ministry together? You got, you got to bring his purpose up in his face. You can't bring your wants, your needs, and then, and then stand it with his word. No. We can't walk to the left and say we're on the right path. We can't look to the left and say, oh, our eyes are on God. You know, we can't do that. So just God just had me to lift all these things up. Yeah. You know, we as women and men got to know that the oldest passed away. You being hurt and cheated on and lied to. You know, you trust now. That lifestyle is over. I'm not saying people in church don't do that. But when you go to somebody who God has for you. And God used to marry so fast. He's not marrying as fast. And he told me that I'm not marrying as fast as I used to. Because I'm not going to set nobody up to fall. And many are falling in their ministry. They're comparing their ministry with others. They're telling their spouses, I'm not giving you anything. Go lay on the couch. Some of the spouses can't even tell their spouse, you know, they're slacking or locking. Some embarrassed by them. And God don't want to see any of us go through that. You worshiping God and they're not. And they playing around with it. 
You understand? And it goes for women and men. It's women who do it too. You know, you're getting married to people and you're allowing your, if you have children, you're allowing the children's parents to come in and freely come in your home and like they, like it's their home, like, like your relationship has never ended. How fair is that to someone who's new in your life? Then got secrets coming out all the ways in the closet. Liquor bottles coming out, blunts coming out. Oh, wow. Pornos, all kinds of things. It happens. God put these things in my heart to pray for because it happens. And we're going to get to a place where we can testify to certain people and not them throw it, not, not have them throw it in our face. You don't use a testimony against somebody. You don't look at somebody, what, they, what they've been delivered from, and, and release it back in the atmosphere at them to feel some kind of way that they was living like that. We can't be rocking like that. That's not okay. That's why many don't confess they false because it be thrown back in their face. That's why many don't ask for help or ask for loan. Well, no loans, but you don't ask for help in hand because many are thrown back in their face. I do something for somebody. No one wants to. I don't even. I mean, you know. I don't even like to hear, I mean, you say thank you, but, you know, thank him. You know, I get it. It's all good. I just don't care about all of that. I'm here to help. Because all of you guys help me. I don't care about that. You understand? I'm a person you can confide in, and it stays with us. Sweetie, you can tell me anything. It stays with us. You understand? I done told you all, everything that I've done that I've been delivered from. It don't get no more than, you know, being delivered from pornography. Come on now. That's nasty. That's disgusting. Those incubus, succubus demons, and also cankerworm demons, trying to eat up my harvest. Nibbling on the things I'm sowing on good ground. But thank God for people sowing seeds on my behalf, like I do on others' behalf. During this time until Christ comes back, it's going to be a raw. It's going to be a spiritual utter. It's going to be a spiritual groan. It's going to be a spiritual moan. It's going to be a spiritual cry. And it's also going to be a natural cry, a natural groan, a natural murmur, a natural complaint. But the spirituality things, I mean, things with the, the things that have spirituality, it supersedes it all. You understand, sweetie? I don't talk to you for 50 minutes. I feel like I preached to you, oh God. <laughs> sweetie, I love you. I miss you. You look so good. You look good. You look great. Made me think about that song. Uh, you so great. You do miracles so great. You know, I'm not going to sing that. I'm not going to sing that right now. I don't even have a good false setup for you right now. No. <laughs> B flat G sharp oh god my god sweetheart I love you I love you so much I want to make a song to sing to you yeah but it's going to be different because have you watched me sing it to you yeah I love you miss you I thank god that I thank God for being here. I just thank God for being. 
You know, I love you, Buka. You are so amazing. You look so good inside out. Yeah, great, amazing. You're so smart. I love to tell you about yourself. Yeah. I love that you have a zero tolerance for nonsense. Yeah, but I love that you are mindful of what you say. I don't do fake. I'm not a fake person. I'm authentic. Just to let you know, I want that back in return, okay? I'm not saying you fake, but just I don't want, I don't even want to encounter any, nothing like that. I don't want to hear nothing about, I'm belching up my food from earlier, excuse me. I don't want to hear nothing about nobody, what they did and done in a sense of, and then you being their face and smile. I don't want, I don't want that. You understand? That would not happen in our home. You would never be up at night believing God to do what he already done. That's not going to happen in our home. You're not going to do things without seeking God regarding acceleration period, whether it is materialistically. And I thank God for whatever he put in your heart to do that you bring it to pass. I know one thing, if God tell you to move, you better not be standing still. I ain't playing. <laughs> Let me tell the angels that's with you right now. <laughs> Get him. I'm trying to eat. If y'all telling him to move and he just standing there not listening. Oh, no, we ain't doing that one. We're not doing that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you, but I'm just joking, yeah. God say, when I move, I move. Thank you, Father. I just want to say these things to you, my sweetie. But that your video, I was like, mm, just looking like that. Just praising God like that. And then when, when I saw the um, introduction, when you was in your kitchen making... Was that um, hot cross buns? I don't know. Was it? It looked good with the you pour the glaze. So I was like, oh my god, it looks so good. I want some. And, and you made a fresh dough. Like, where you get that at in the store? You know, I need you to help me with that, please. Because I got so many ideas, but I just don't know where the stuff. At. I never bought it. I don't want to ask anybody. I want to ask you. I want you to help me. I want you to teach me. Yeah, I want to learn from you. You're the best of me. Yeah. I'm your biggest fan. I better be. Yeah. What I mean by that, I'm speaking to myself. You know, Kunisha, you better be his biggest fan. You better back him up. You better support him. That's what I need. Yeah. And you were sprinkling something on, on another pastry. I was like, oh, look how he moved his fingers like hell. I'm looking at all of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so observant. You are too. Yes, you look up, you see stuff. You be seeing stuff. I can see when you're seeing stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm seeing you see stuff because I see. <laughs> yeah. It's like we see, we, we know as seers, with a prophetic anointing, you are here and you are, I'm talking about you a seer and a hearer and a revelator. You understand? It goes according with the anointing. And like my mom, she called me, we always do FaceTime and she called me. And all I saw was the sky and a traffic light. I say, oh, you at Democracy Bank. How in the world you know who I am? Because I can see the form of the design of the sky in the background and how the light is positioned. That light is on, you understand, that, that avenue, that boulevard with where Democracy Bank is. You got all of that out of that. Yeah. Dang. 
That's why in that video, um, when you did Brand New Start, I knew it was somebody there with you. I knew, and I, I just knew, yeah. And then at the end, you look like I did it. <laughs> oh, God. Like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweetie. I remember that Tommy Hill figure shirt you had on. Yeah, the logo was on your left side. Mm. And I remember a video you were singing, giving Christ glory. And I seen a controller on, you know, the, the uh, leg rest of the couch. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he got a controller. He played games. Yeah, I seen all that. People just looking at you sing. I just see it all in one picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love how you want me to know that it's just me. I don't have no reason to be, you know, worried or, you know, feeling like I can't trust you and stuff like that. Because it been times when, like that video you did, I don't know if you were in a restaurant. I don't know where you were. You were somewhere with other people with chairs and stuff and tables when you had that, when you made that video, when you, the shorts and stuff. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, he, he cleans his nails. He got that nail file and stuff, you know, connected to his keys. You know, I just see stuff like that. I just see. I'm a seer. And then I said, um, I seen some of the you know the comments when you're going live, they go up on the screen. And somebody was like, hey, handsome or something. He was like, oh, thank you. I think you said cousin or aunt something. You wanted it to be known that it's family. It's not nobody, you know, coming on to me. Better not. I ain't playing. <laughs> I ain't playing. <laughs> okay. I ain't playing. I ain't playing with you. No, not. I'm not territorial, blind, blind. I'm trying to take. I'm not insecure. I'm not jealous. I'm never that woman. I'm very secure, but I'm very confident in myself. But I ain't lying. Not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love you, but I'm not playing though. No, I'm not. I ain't lying. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know you have friends. It's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I trust you. Because you know I ain't blind. <laughs> I'm trying to say. I ain't trying to stomp my feet on that. I ain't playing with you, do I? You know I ain't playing with you. <laughs> you understand me? I feel like you feel, ter I mean, territorial in the sense of what belongs to you is yours. Yeah. And it should be. Because it is. And I understand that. I ain't playing. Let me get off of here because I ain't playing. <laughs> I'm about to put it on my story right now. I ain't playing. <laughs> but I'm not because I don't want no one to take that wrong. Like, what she mean she ain't playing? Hold on. What's going on? Yeah. Y'all be mindful of what you put out there. Yeah. But you know what I mean. You know, I ain't playing. <laughs> not, I'm not playing. No, I ain't. I ain't playing. <laughs> Let me get off of here. Greater is he's in us. The he's in the world. I'm about to make some. Well, it's not going to be double because I'm using the rest of the ground beef that I made. I forgot what I made with it earlier. You know, during the week. Last week, actually. This is, you know, the rest of it. I got to get rid of it before it go bad. So, I'm just making um, like a double-decker cheeseburger with me and my son. I don't really like cheddar cheese on my burger, but I will. But I, I really use like um, Swiss or mozzarella along with American. So I'm going to make us some mushroom cheese, cheddar, I mean, well, mozzarella, American cheese burgers. And I'm going to make some homemade. Oh, we got onion rings. I, I do the onion rings, God. All right. I want to do that because I got to get rid of the mushrooms, too. I had them for some. And I didn't really do much with them, so. I want to just, you know, use them to saute them and put them on the burgers. It's going to be like a Swiss mushroom, you know, cheeseburger. It's going to be really good. Yeah. The lettuce and tomatoes and stuff on it. Yeah, it's going to be really good. 
My son will be happy about that. So let me get started. I love you, Boca. Mm, greater season us. He's in the world, my love. Mwah. I love you. Time flying. <laughs> you know, you hear me? Time flying. <laughs> I love you, but I want this to echo in your head. I ain't flying. <laughs> I love you.